basically ripped my frenulum for the billionth time, but you know, it's worth a shot. Welcome to Morg and Balonies. I, of course, am Morg. And I, as always, am Balans. You have seen us before as Lionel Messi and the Messi Lion, Nicholas, and... Greg. Ori. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing good. Uh, started a book recently, a fantasy book. What book Brightly is it? Woven. Name it. Brightly Woven for the second time. <laughs> um... I wasn't sure if I'd like it because fantasy's always been like a that genre that seemed intimidating when in print media. Yeah. Medium, excuse me. Uh, but it's written very well, so it's easy to understand. I think I'm getting the magic system pretty tightly, so you know, I, I'm I'm enjoying it, and uh, maybe I'll read more fantasy after this. How about you, Nick? What That's you been cool. up to? How I... you feeling? What you doing? <laughs> I actually just started a new book myself. The old book wasn't really cutting it for me. It was good, oh. but just kind of, you know, it wasn't really cutting it for me. As I've said, once now, twice now. Uh, I've been reading The <laughs> Monstromologist by Ricky Ancy is the new one I've started. Uh, and it's more of like a young adult kind of entry, but it's still got some cool... This guy's recovered the journals of this old man who said he was born in like 1890. And it's like a modern day book, more or less. Uh, and he's uh. basically detailing how... Which would make him like 130. Uh, <laughs> um, but he's talking about... Not abnormal. The, the, the files talk about how the old man, when he was a kid, served as an assistant to a quote-unquote... I don't know if they use this word because I'm only like a chapter in. Uh, a monstromologist who is basically doing autopsies on these monsters. You know, the things that go bump in the night. And it's a really interesting look at like anatomy and, and what like the creature's taxonomy maybe one would say uh it's so far really interesting and there's a couple books in the series so if i really like this one i'm probably just gonna go straight to the i think there's three or four sequels so i'm gonna fucking dive into it if i like it and i'm feeling like i will nice can you imagine at the end of the last book the guy's like closing the journal and he's like what a good story <laughs> the guy that's been your uh, lead into the story actually doesn't do anything at all I read the end of I read the last page of the the, the book or I skimmed through the last page I always do and I Classic. went huh well it, it seems like he does stuff in the book so there's that okay cool yeah it would be funny if he didn't <laughs> anything else you been up to I cooked chuck steak for the first time in forever because my parents used to make it all the time uh, delicious so, is chuck very your hard to season uh, yes, I chopped him up. Oh, I thought you nice were serving him steak. Oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I made my Chuck steak. <laughs> yeah. My baby boy Chuck. Good luck Chuck, as I like to call him. Anyways, I smoked out my times. apartment. The uh, alarm went off, the smoke alarm. It was bad. But it was delicious afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. And that's pretty much all I've done this week. Started book and almost burned my apartment down. How about you, Nick? <laughs> Uh, it's snowing again, so I've been stuck in my house for uh, approximately oh, a week now, so that's not fun. <laughs> kind of losing that's it. Cool. I'm starting to see faces, but they're all mine, but just a little bit off. You know, like there's just a couple too many teeth. Maybe the eyes are just a little too close together. It's kind of strange. It's only when I see them in passing when I go past like a mirror or a window. Other than that, it's been pretty fine. That sounds like a good story. <laughs> nope. Anywho. <laughs> no, I mean, like, take your real-life experience, make it into a story. Cash <laughs> in, baby. Nope. 
Anyways. <laughs> Any it's we are going to move on to our first and also last segment. That's because we do a little bit of a goofy one in the middle. But don't tell anyone we told you that. Uh, this don't is tell nobody. Mm, pop, our pop culture, pop cult, some would say. Uh, doo pop. Yeah, a segment where we talk about pop cult. We talk about news. We talk about trailers. We talk about celebrity deaths, my favorite subject. And we've got a couple for you this day. Uh, now hey. keep in mind, we record these a couple of weeks in advance. We all know, we all know. Uh, just recently, yep, yep. Cecily Tyson and Cloris Leachman both passed away. They were both 90 years old. Uh, I think Cecily Tyson was 94, Cloris Leachman 91 maybe. Uh, long historic careers, iconic some would say, me would say. Uh, and it's a shame that they're gone, but you know, lived a long life. They did a lot of work and you know, we're grateful for that completely missed it 80s or 90s 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 wow you know what i was gonna say stephen king um (laughs) what's god he died last episode time travel larry king King, he got two let's pour out three for these two fine ladies all right i'm pouring out my bleach onto my carpet that's that works right yeah that's fine Just don't let the dogs get to it. And by dogs, I mean singular. We are going to talk about first, uh, we don't have too much news, more or less, this week. You know, we don't get to pick when the news comes out, unfortunately. It'd be cool if we did. Nope, nope, nope. I'd say I'd be, wow. I win the lottery. <laughs> there we go. Um, we're going to talk about... We'll be the 1% then. Exactly. Uh-oh. No, that's the issue. The <laughs> Baby Driver 2, uh, the script has been confirmed to be finished by uh, the infamous Edgar Wright, Greg's favorite director, and my mm, director. Uh, Yes, he's my favorite, and Nicholas owns the rights to his soul. I did it because I don't like his movies that much. Uh, (laughs) But I did like Baby Driver. Now, an unfortunate thing about Baby Driver is that it kills off 85% of its characters. Spoiler alert. Some survive. See if you'll... Guess who? Um, <laughs> it's not that one. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and yep. it also features uh, several canceled artists. We have, of course, uh, the uh, homosexual rapist uh, is Kevin Spacey. And we also have, ding that alarm, uh, we also have <laughs> no, <it's gonna. laughs> Ansel Elgort, who is facing accusations, multiple accusations. Uh, he has still not been taken out of any movie he's still in west side story as far as i know and that is disgusting hey steven spielberg uh bring your bearded ass over here so i can knock you into the next dimension kick you into a black hole and watch you get spaghettified uh <laughs> spaghettified uh, <laughs> yeah uh that's unfortunate uh um, but Baby Driver 2, it's going to happen. Uh, I'm not sure how, since we don't have the Baby Driver. Will they cast him, recast him with, what's his name? Um, Taron Edgerton. Miles Teller. Who looks very vaguely similar to Ansel Elgort. That I Miles always Teller is the spitting image of Ansel Elgort. I don't think that's true. 100%. <laughs> Miles Teller has the beady little don't rat remember eyes. if Jamie Foxx lives or dies in this movie. <laughs> oh, mega dies. Oh shit! I he don't gets, remember. He at gets all. the 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 construction spike through the head. Oh shit! Yeah, it's a fucking Spoilers awesome death for yeah. baby driver. <laughs> you spoil it first, brother. Well, I said I didn't remember if, <laughs> and you can say that about every character. Yeah, but 
that means he was in so a position I, where he could have died. Anyway, everyone it's fun is, seeing Jamie Foxx die in these movies. <laughs> uh, by the way, hey, I just remembered uh, another piece of news that I'm going to stall while I pick up <laughs> onto my <laughs> uh, onto my screen. Here it is. I think it's very interesting. So this is a surprise thing. Um, Army Hammer will no longer star in the offer for Paramount Plus due to the cannibalism allegations. So I forget if we talked about this. I think we talked about it a little bit. We have not talked about it. We haven't? To my recollection. So Army Hammer uh, has received uh, a, a number of accusations from some women. At first, it was a general woman on instagram that's all i know her from i know she's on twitter and stuff well but she came about it that army hammer was dming her uh multiple times uh harassing her and stuff like that uh talked about how he would just keep on sending her messages about how much he wanted to eat her heart and drink her blood and all of this uh corroborating uh her story was uh mia khalifa famous porn star and barstool sports former affiliate uh <laughs> she says she also got some and posted them very concerning that we <laughs> news to hear about uh another thing they found army hammer's private instagram account a finsta as the kids call it uh me i'm the kids uh and it was called el destructo which is fucking hilarious uh, and would just talk about how much he loves doing DMT and just pictures of him fucking doing drug tests and say, God, I hope they don't test for DMT and shit like that. So this dude is kind of a fucking loose cannon. And he was like, one of his favorite captions, I only saw a couple posts, was like, divorce sucks, but DMT rules. Which <laughs> which is a pretty fair sentiment. I'll agree on that one. But <laughs> Maybe Army Hammer is just the troll we've been waiting for. Army Hammer is... Such a strange world where he mm-hmm. can get cancelled from a movie for alleged cannibal accusations? Cannibalism? Well, they, he... I don't believe he's been charged with anything other than being a creep on Instagram. Well, it's because you can't really... Which is I believe nuts. you can't charge someone for like drinking blood that they've been given but it is something that like you don't want around you if that makes any sense army hammer is impressive because he has somehow been canceled once a year since 2014 (laughs) so we're running on six i don't know if he's gonna hit another one this year or 70 or seven i forget how many years have been because i know he was criticized for attacking the me too movement and then he was. This the, would be the seventh, twenty twenty one. Yes. Yeah, and he would, you know, the, the weird pedophile stuff in Call Me by Your Name, which that's not really his fault, but it is gross. Um, I'm confused. What was that? Call Me by Your Name. It's this really strange pedophile movie. <laughs> it's good, but it's like yikesy. So that one's not on Army Hammer. Uh, I don't know Italy's age of consent, so I'm, I'm not sure. Pretty sure he's seventeen in the movie. And I think in Mexico it's 16, so I, I it's don't still know. Like that, a 40 that was year always man. like a weird. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the same thing about like, well, you know, Malcolm and Marie, they're like 10 years apart, and it's like, yeah, she but it's the movie. She's it's a 26. Movie. <laughs> Just like Call Me by Your Name is a movie. They're still eight years apart, so it's, yeah, it's similar. Eight years is it's surprising. Like that's getting the one-year-old dating the nine-year-old. That There's a little <laughs> difference there. You can do that with literally any of them. <laughs> Like, I'm not blaming Army Hammer for that movie. I'm saying that book is yeah, kind of nasty. Yeah, that's why it confuses me so much. Uh, <laughs> the film-wise, at least. That, it is a beautiful film. Weird peach scene, uh, if oh, you guys yeah. have seen it. Uh, but, 
Yeah, I didn't know about the call me by your name thing. That's very strange. But it, he's evolved from <laughs> Army Ranger. Hammer, weird pedophile Lone Ranger, to now Cannibal? <laughs> yeah, dude, they, were, they, it's they so... found so many DMs. And he would like, I think he oh, apparently showed up at crazy. this girl's house and was just like waiting for her outside. Like, <laughs> man, it's hard to make fun but of dude. it because he's actually like harming people. But God, it's so hard not to because it's, it's so, so funny. <laughs> man. Army Hammer, the ultimate troll. Moving on. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, so the oh, Warner shit. Brothers, as we've talked about, uh, did a, a controversial move where they decided all of their main movies are going to be simultaneous theater releases as well as on streaming services, uh, HBO yes. Max. Uh, yes. And it's a bit of a plus or minor thing uh, because it's great that we're uh, trying to do streaming. We just talked about how many movies got delayed to the fucking pits of hell so they can get a full theatrical mm. release and make money which i don't think anyone thinks about how the fact that they keep making movies so whenever theaters fully open up we're gonna have like 1800 movies that all are competing <laughs> i don't think they've talked about that yeah. at all it's gonna be like a fucking smorgasbord but mm-hmm. oh by the way uh, godzilla versus king kong was delayed several months uh isn't that fun? sad um Super but sad. we're gonna talk about monkey monkey and lizard I've since reversed my stance. I want the lizard to win, I've decided. Um, Interesting. They didn't contact the directors or anything, and it's actually screwed a lot of people out of money Being having it moved to these streaming services, like the, the directors and production crew. And that sucks, but, you know, it sucks. That's all I can say. But we're going to talk about a trailer that they dropped with uh, several footage from movies that we have not gotten uh, yes. to seen yet. Uh, they mm-hmm. are the first day premieres, so this has it has a collection of movies on there, a lot of which we've talked about. But we're gonna focus on uh, four movies first, if you don't mind. Uh, people listening, you can't tell me. I waited for an answer uh, because I'm cool like that, and I respect you as viewers and listeners. <laughs> I don't mind either. All I right. You were talking to me, but I, I don't. <laughs> well, we're gonna start with In the Heights. There is not, In the Heights. Yeah, exactly. There's not too much shown of In the Heights, but this is more than we've seen, I believe. We get a fun fountain number, it seems like, or maybe like a flooded street from a a hijacked fire hydrant, maybe. That's just. I don't think we ever talked about it. A trailer came out for it. I think it was well before we started the show, though. Yeah, so. we love it. Uh, it's a great. It looks so good. It's a great musical. Uh, this movie's got a fucking stellar cast of it, of mostly like Broadway actors, you know, which I fucking love when they do that. Uh, the lead, Anthony Ramos, I believe, he is so incredibly talented as an actor, as a singer, as a dancer. He's just so fucking great. And you can just see that in the little snippet you get in this trailer. You're just like, you just want to love mm-hmm. him. You just know he's been through shit, but he keeps smiling. Ugh. So good. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not crying, if that's what you're asking. Not at all. I've got seasonal allergies. I'm allergic to the snow. <laughs> I'm allergic Sesame to snow is. by Informer, the greatest song of the 90s. Uh, all right, moving on to the next movie uh, that we got Perfect. a lot of. Mortal Kombat. Now, Mortal Kombat yeah. was a movie that really kind of, news-wise, has flown under the radar. Uh, possibly because Mortal Kombat movies tend to be sort of ass but fun regardless uh which is like kind of like my motto sort of ass but you know it's kind of fun uh we get to see mainly 
uh, we get to see a, a bit of a set photos, and we, we've kind of already seen some set photos from it. Um, but we get to see our Sonya Blade, and we get to see a little bit of Mr. Sub-Zero. And I gotta say, they look fucking awesome. They look like they're fucking video game characters in real life. Yeah, making that ice sword, baby. Yeah, and I'm fucking, I'm, and I, with Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog, we're finally getting, like, some fucking <laughs> phenomenal video and game Silent movie. Hill and Silent Hill Revelation. I'm gonna, Just kidding, the I'm second one's real bad. The first one's great. Nick but, hates it. They're both fine. I don't like really? either of them, Man, but I don't mind so either bad. of them. Like, I think they're both <laughs> bad movies, but not to the point that I don't like watching them, if that makes sense. And it might yeah. just be because I love Silent Hill. <laughs> Possibly. Oh! Um, remember any other video game movies. Oh, the first Resident Evil. That was a good one. Like, 20 years ago. <laughs> hey, Afterlife game. also rules. I'll I'll go to bat for Afterlife. Just, they're all fun. <laughs> I, I agree with to that. To a degree. <laughs> There's, you know, I don't like Paul W.S. Anderson because he's kind of a cockhead who doesn't keep his set safe. But either than that, <laughs> I like his movies fun enough. Uh, we're going to move on to... Speaking of two, Space Jam 2. Space Jam, A New Legacy or something like that. Oh, shit. Uh, we've got to see some animation for it. We got to see some of the effects for it. And we got to see Mr. LeBron James, the king. Uh, looks really fucking good. They definitely spent money on this one. Uh, yeah, the effects look excellent. Mr. LeBron's in it. Yeah, Samaj. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> um, uh, the, I'm trying to think. There were... Because the models were, were they 3D or were they like 2D with like a weird filter? It was kind of... I believe they were, I believe at least the tunes were 2D as they should be. Agreed. Jerry. It's just... <laughs> that was a lot of rhymes. Ooh. But yeah, um, it looks great. You only get to see, I think there's a bit where LeBron jumps into like the middle of the stage and there's like fireworks or some sort of... It looks really good. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. You know, Space Jam is not like the... It's not like Andre Tarkovsky. It's not, you know, high art, but it's so much fun. And I'm hoping that this gets that spirit in. Uh, from what we've seen, the little bit, I, I'm going to give it some hope. All right. Yeah. One one final one. We're going to talk about one Suicide Squad 2, James Gunn's Strange Baby. Uh, hopefully the savior of the DC Universe. Uh, the only DC movie that I want to actively support because of Walter Hamada and his shitty scummery. Uh, but you get to see John Cena. You get to see Idris Elba. You get to see Margot Robbie. You get to see a fourth person with a sword. I don't remember who it was, but he had a sword and he looked at... It was not Katana. <laughs> it was not Katana. It was a man with potentially a beard. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Do love swords. Swords are great. Uh, this movie... I'm so fucking excited for fucking huge ensemble cast. I'm hoping that it's not Deadpool 2. And we've talked about that before. Uh, where just eight of them die instantly. Like, <laughs> it's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, John Cena's Peacemaker, who is getting a bit... He's getting his own show. He is leading a comic book right now. So they're trying to make Peacemaker a pretty big deal, I think. So hopefully... And this, in this footage, uh, right before they do like the final bit... Uh, they have a quote where Idris Elba is like, nobody likes a show off. And John Cena goes, well, what if they're showing off's fucking dope? <laughs> or dope as fuck is the one. And they cut off fuck. Uh, it's, John Cena is a hilarious a actor. <laughs> He's got good physicality, being a wrestler and all. Uh, and I'm fucking, I'm here for it. The one thing, I wish we got to see fucking the big rap boy. 
<laughs> the big gross rat boy played by uh -huh. James Gunn's brother. Ooh, can't wait to see him and watch him get caught in a trap. Uh, can wait for John Cena's eventual canceling, as all celebrities will always be canceled forever. Mm -hmm. uh, curious what it will be, if it's yeah. going to be cannibalism or some sort of assault. Those are my two bets. It'll be he likes anime too much. <laughs> nah, he does Sam like Jackson's anime, fine. <laughs> oh. He likes Fist of the North Star, I believe that's his favorite anime. Isn't that interesting? That's a classic. It is a classic. All right. We are going to move to our intermissary game, our, our median. Intermission. This Walking is a game down on I you. like to call. Pushing down on you. Intermission. Who boxed? This is where Ooh. we use uh, very funny letterboxed reviews. I have seen them. Gregory has not. I read the nope. reviews. Gregory tries yep. to guess the movie and guess the rating. Most of these, in fact, I believe all of these ones, have been gotten from Insane Letterboxd on Twitter, or which is letter talks D, uh, <laughs> is the at, I believe, uh, for everyone but Greg, so Greg doesn't see them. We do... Too late, already Google. Wait a minute. We do three rounds. An easy round, a medium round, and a hard round. Uh, more or less, this is a bit of a harder game in general, just from the stuff. We'll see how Greg fares, but it's... It's more, of, it's more of a fun exercise than it is a real game. So I'm going to get us started with our first two of the easy round. <clears throat> Here we go. First review. This movie makes me feel so violent. Words cannot describe the malice I feel towards the blank franchise. Whenever I see it playing on TV during the holidays, my blood is filled with pure, unfiltered, raw hatred. I wish those dumb parents never left their kid alone at home multiple times so that the franchise would have never existed. If I could, I would delete this franchise from existence as it is the absolute bane of my existence. The Santa Claus. Just kidding. Home Alone. It's Home Alone. Home Alone. This guy fucking despises the Home Alone franchise. He hates franchise. the Home Alone movie. <laughs> hates it. In fact, his username oh, is Home Alone Hater. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you think he gave this star rating? Is there anything lesser than one star? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> one star. One star. Well, I think there's a half star, but I don't know. Wow. It's, it's good one enough star. to be one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's good stuff oh, in it. Man. Well, there you go. There's the first one. Yeah. Star, or easy round. Second one in our easy <laughs> round. <clears throat> Probably the longest one. It's true, it's a long one, but it was good. Uh, it was. Here we go, second review. A fun, creative, animated film that I thoroughly enjoyed up until my friend fell asleep and I left his living room to go <laughs> smash his sister. Is this the Lego movie? <laughs> Not a Lego movie. Okay. But think of a really creative animated film from 2009. 2009? It's not Sausage Party then. Um... <laughs> It's not Toy Story 3. Toy Story nope. 2 is way before 2009, I believe. Yeah, it's like 2002. So, animated movie. Is it Pixar? Um, I don't think a... it's Pixar. Oh, Let me fuck. check. James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> no. Later than that. Oh, boy. This is a Sony Pictures animated film. Oh, the Sony. Hmm. I don't know their studio very well. It is. You said Lego Movie. It is directed by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. And it's animated. What it is animated. Lego Movie. They did something before Lego Movie that was. It's got a long like, title. Oh. It's like a oh, phrase, fuck. full phrase. 
based off a children's book. And it's anime. It's not the Little Prince. Okay, it's not. It's a uh, comedy romp. Comedy romp or comedy rom, as in rom com. Romp. I'm. I, there's um, a romance between the main characters, but it's like a Pixar romance. You know, it doesn't really count. Yeah, a Sony romance. You know. Somance. Is it? It it couldn't be like Shrek two. It's not Shrek two. This is the first movie. There is a sequel, but it comes out years later. Oh, interesting. And it's uh, it's not James and the Giant Peach. Where is it? It involves a lot of food. It is a long food. title, and involves food. And it's not Sausage Party. It's not Sausage Party. I and hate that movie. It's gotta be. It's a great movie. You get to see boobs, Nick. I don't Classic want to. Classic Nick. <laughs> Classic Nick lore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is it? A really long animated title. This is the easy section too. Jesus. Um, Easy-ish. This is a hard game we're gonna play today. Sounds good. Uh, Starts with a C. <laughs> C. Oh, oh, it's Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yeah, Cloudy with a Chance. Yo. I didn't know Phil Lord Chris Miller directed this one. I just learned that. Yeah. So it's yeah, fun. fun creative. How many? How Smash many do you think they rated it? It's a fun creative animated film. And he got to smash, so yeah. I gotta say, it's at least a four star. Are any of these half stars? Yes. Fuck, four and a half. Four and a half, exactly right. Yay! All right, we're gonna move on to the, the, the medium round. I'm gonna give you this one, I'm gonna give you a hint on this one. This one has a lie, so. Oh shit. All right, <laughs> oh, so, God. pacing, check mark. Soundtrack, check mark. Characters, check mark. Russell Crowe lighting a ginger on fire without a second thought. Check mark. <laughs> I feel that's so specific. <laughs> it is very specific. And it's also a, a lie. <laughs> oh no! There's something in that that is incorrect. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite reviews I've ever seen. He, he thinks about it twice. <laughs> so this movie is from um, the early 80s. Oh, it's definitely not Les Mis. I'm not going to get this one then. You might get this one. Early 80s. You first decipher what part of that last sentence is a lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, can you repeat it for me? Russell Crowe lighting a ginger on fire without a second thought. Well, he definitely thinks about it more than once. <laughs> uh, they're not no. ginger. <laughs> Fuck. It's not. It is he a ginger. He doesn't light them on fire. <laughs> he does light them on fire. Oh, it's not Russell Crowe then. It's not Russell Crowe. <laughs> ah, nailed it. <laughs> so someone like this actor is not Russell Crowe. Oh. <laughs> there is something. They has something in common with the real actor that is in these early '80s horror movie. Oh, and it's a horror movie. Okay. So the game is trying to find out who they meant to say <laughs> instead of Russell Crowe. <laughs> Oh god, it's got to be someone famous, otherwise I wouldn't be able to connect it. Mm -hmm. So, not Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> not Ryan Gosling, I think he was a literal baby. Uh, <laughs> not Johnny Depp, because Nightmare on Elm Street didn't come out in the 80s, the first one. 1980, but it's not that one. Wait a minute. Is, now canonically he's not a ginger, Freddy Krueger, so they wouldn't be setting him on fire. But Freddy Krueger could set a ginger on fire. It's true. He's very good at it. He's very good at fire. Oh. I don't think it's him. So this all character that, is not said. the villain of the movie. Oh, shit. It's the main character. they set someone on fire? The main character set someone on fire. Ah, oh, Jesus. Who could it Can be? Can you think of any movies where the lead character sets people on fire? 
or at least sets one person on fire. Uh, as their main gimmick? No, I. Uh, as an than early Night horror Nightmare movie. On Elm Street. In fact, this is a remake of like a 1950s horror movie or 60s. Oh god! Oh, it. Um, it's not like Museum of Wax or House of Wax. No, or anything. it's a really big okay. one. Really? Oh, it's a really oh. big horror movie. Oh, is it the, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? What no, that? that's 70s. Fuck. They definitely set someone on fire, though. They do. Uh, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it's not Texas Chainsaw. It's not Nightmare on Elm Street. It is a big franchise. Yeah, technically. 80s. Well, it had a sequel prequel no thing. No one set on fire in The Crow that I remember. And also, that's, well, it's horror, but, like, adjacent. It's gothic. Anyways, um... So there is a sequel prequel to this that came out years later, but it's not really a franchise. Oh, oh. Well, it's not Wishmaster. That has like a million movies, and I haven't seen any of them. (laughs) Or Phantasm. That one has a million. Great Uh, series, though. Definitely. I've heard it's great. I need to watch it. Uh, It's not Body Bags. That's that's a weird choice. Think big. Big, 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 big. Like, it's frequently people's favorite horror movie of all time. That isn't The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> but Hellraiser already has a franchise. Yeah, but Hellraiser 2 is the better one. <laughs> Hellraiser 2 is good. Uh, you're missing one it's not really Friday big the 13th one. You've named or every. Myers. Yeah, you've named, right now, you've named every single big horror movie <laughs> besides this one. Other than the one, yes. I know what you did last summer. It has many movies. At least three, I think. Also, 90s movie. <laughs> Early 80s. 82, <laughs> 1982. Fuck. Directed by a legendary horror director with a big mustache. Oh, I know what it is now. What is it? Holy shit. It's the thing. It is the thing. It's what? gotta be the thing. So what actor is lighting a ginger on fire? Ah, uh, it's the guy. It's, ah. Uh, uh, What's his name? John Carpenter is the thing starring Snake Plissken himself. Who plays but Snake Plissken? Oh, fuck. What's... It's not Russell Crowe. Is this Russell Brand? Uh, <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> Not off the Starts top of the K. Head. K. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh my God! What a trip! What a journey! I know. What a dirty, dirty. You've named review. all of them. <laughs> what do you think he the rated one. the thing? Pacing check. Soundtrack check. Character uh. check. Russell Crowe lighting. <laughs> oh, God. Five stars. Five stars, exactly correct. All right, Hell final yeah. one of the medium round. This one's a little go? hard. This is another, it's a not a horror franchise, I'll get but it immediately. <laughs> a monster franchise, we'll say. Um, I can't explain why, but these movies feel Republican. <laughs> uh, the Invisible Man. Uh... Smaller budget. Shit. I meant the old one, by the way. This one in particular is from 2015, but it is the third one, so... (laughs) Oh, is it the Purge election year? No. Good good guess, though. (sighs) That's a good guess. You're thinking way too high quality. (laughs) Think even dumber than the Purge. Like, purposefully dumb. Oh, it's not a spoof movie, is it? It's kind of a spoof movie, but like... Ah, shit. Like, like an Asylum Pictures spoof movie. Not like awesome uh, movie. Oh, is it uh, the Wrong Turn franchise? No. 
You're close though. Uh, you're getting you're getting the right, right feel of it. But think think it, it's not really horror. It's more like a disaster action movie. Hmm. Yeah, but it features it's... kind of monsters. Disaster movie with monsters. Real life um... monsters. Well, that doesn't help. <laughs> Did you say it was a franchise? It not? is a franchise. This is specifically it the is. third okay. one. The tagline is "Oh hell no." Oh hell no. Uh. Oh man, this is rough. The first one, he cuts this monster in half with a chainsaw as it flies over him. Well, it can't be the Evil Dead because that, that's Evil Dead. 2015. So chainsaw, no, but. In the first one, as it's it like a, it's oh, like, it's Sharknado. It? it is Sharknado. The Sharknado franchise. Sharknado three. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain um, why, but these movies feel Republican. What do you think they rated it? Two stars. One star. You were close. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Hard round. <laughs> you got Sharknado pretty quick. <laughs> All right. I was surprised. <laughs> so this one, first review of the hard franchise, hard series, whatever. This would never it's happen one word. in real life. <laughs> so this is an early 2000s oh. comedy movie. <laughs> but this would never happen in real life. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No. Knocked up. No. <laughs> I'm not good with dates. <laughs> um, this features uh, one of the funniest men of the early 2000s comedies. In fact, even the 2010s. Adam Sandler, 51st Dates. Not Adam Sandler. <laughs> 2010 this is a this was made wow. into a musical by andrew lloyd weber made into a musical book of mormon not book of mormon there's no book of mormon the producers not not the producers i like that guess fuck <laughs> i think Maybe even the too. remake is the oh 90s. no I forget everything is like a musical from shrek to this Wait, also has a very me. large children cast <laughs> Oh, is it School of Rock? It's School of Rock, baby. <laughs> what was the tagline again? Or the review? This rather? would never happen in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that is How true. many stars? Uh, three and a half. One star, baby. It would really? never happen. You can't get into it. School of... Oh, right, right. All right. The suspension of disbelief. So this one, this review is very similar to a review we did earlier. Um, I find this franchise homophobic. Oh. So this is an animated franchise. There are four oh. entries into it. This well, one, that sounds like Shrek, but I know it's not. The first one is, this might have been, uh, this one is in the uh, 90s. Features mm. some A-list talent. And I find this franchise homophobic. From the 90s features A-list talent and has four movies altogether. A-list for the 90s at least. Yeah. Which is peak a listery. Um, Half of it is animated movie. <laughs> Sausage party. No. Uh, again, not Shrek. Obviously. Nineteen ninety five. Started in the nineties. In ninety five specifically. Hmm. Has the director made anything else since, or did they make all of these movies? I think they made all of these movies. Let me check. Okay. Well, you're checking that. Hmm. Buying time. Buying time. It's not the Lego movie, which he has franchise made... has like six movies. He has not directed in a long time. His last direction was in oh. 2011. He directed the first two of these movies, but not the third or fourth. Interesting. And you said it's animated. 
Animated movie. Animated. <laughs> hmm, 90. You said so Four many movies. animated movies earlier. <laughs> I did, and I don't think any of them are right. One it's of not them. Toy was. Story, because that only has three. It's and that's correct. Game. Toy what? Story. There's four Toy Stories. What? No. One came out two years ago. Really? <laughs> Toy Story 4 with the spark. Oh, god It's because it. two and three are the same movie. I get you. It's it's because I don't count four as a movie. I count it as an epilogue. <laughs> so my brain's just like, three movies and an epilogue. Find this franchise homophobic. Strange. I wish they'd expand more. I'd love to hear this more. I also thoughts. wish they'd expand more. <laughs> How many stars did you get this homophobic franchise? Well, if it's homophobic, it's got to be one star. One half star. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Even more All hatred right. than we thought. That was... Uh, Maybe it's because he only has boy toys. Well, he's got little Bo and Peep. I was going to say, he has Bo Peep, but he gets rid of her in the second movie. That's true. Before we even see her. But then hey. she comes back in the fourth movie, but hey, Greg. they're not toys anymore. Yes. Can you do an impression <laughs> of your favorite Toy Story character for us? The one that you and I both love? Yes, of course. Look, everyone, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> I love it. He knew it exactly what it was. Oh, I love Plastic Shark. <laughs> so great. So I that was technically yeah. a more successful round of Let Who it, Box than our first time yeah. playing it. We actually got <laughs> Sharknado pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I think I only missed... Didn't I miss one out of all of those? I Is guess the, the rest. Um, You struggled on sure. Toy Story. <laughs> yes, but I got it. <laughs> you did get it. You did get it eventually. Oh, All right. Man. Good That's round. That's going to take us to the end of Let Who Box, the very fun game. I love playing this one. Uh, you gotta, we gotta, we have to, we can't do it too often. We got to let the reviews pile up. We got to find gotta some. Yeah, let them stack, baby. But very good. Do you want to take yeah. us to our next and final segment, Mr. Baloney? Absolutely. What's up? Our second to last to last final segment. Team <laughs> Pop Pop Colt, coming back at you. Guess what? We're doing trailers. Whoop. You know how this works. We yeah. read the log lines of the trailers we watch. We got four trailers today, one of which is a teaser, but it's pretty dope. So let's let's talk about it. Starting with The Color Rose. Or probably known better in America as The Sinners. Boo. Which you cannot find on IMDb as The Sinners. You have to look up The Color Rose. There's approximately 1,800 movies called The Sinners in America. <laughs> uh, that was not fun yes. trying to find it. <laughs> it certainly was not. And here's the logline. An A-list girl clique starts a secret cult where each of them must embody one of the seven deadly sins. They realize there's more to their small religious town after they go missing one by one. Whoa. Okay, well that That's adds not a what whole I wrote. lot of context. <laughs> <laughs> I have the a whole exact lot of context for this down. movie. <laughs> oh man, it certainly makes it a more interesting concept. Yes, I thought this was literally like they're just like oh, slasher boy. villains. That's like yeah, <laughs> that that destroys I, all my notes. <laughs> I, exactly, man. I thought the exact same thing. Uh, although one thing that I think probably still stands in my notes is the that. Um, no, I I have no notes on him. You can have the priest. Uh, there's a part in the trailer uh, where two girls are about to kiss, and it, you know, it could be because they grew up in like Lust. a super religious town that they're like, oh, let's finally be who we are, and it could be like the prom, you know. But mm -hmm. I get the feeling that it's more of a shock factor, uh, ooh, sexy lesbian kiss, because they're religious and not supposed to be, mm -hmm. rather than, hey, I actually like you, uh, kiss, and then they that. kiss. So 
Uh, yeah, uh, that part, it's like a flash in the trailer, but uh, that seems like something that's not going to, you know, age quite well. It's probably Lust being like, hey, now that I know uh, the logline, but, you know, I don't know, which would be a, a little easier to swallow than, you know, ooh, sexy lesbian kiss time, which I wrote in my notes. Um, <laughs> Nick, what do you got about the priest and or other things? Okay, so it was more of a, he's more involved in one of the notes I have, but... This movie, from the trailer, this is another one. This movie just it seems like it's done a terrible job by the trailer. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was literally well. just the craft, but instead of, like, just being <laughs> cool girls, they were, like, slasher villains. And I was like, huh, like, that doesn't make sense, because you see in a part, like, uh, the priest stroking the girl's head, and she's, like, forced to pray. So I was like, that's a very weird choice, making, like, sexual assault victims like molestation victims like the villain and it doesn't the seem sinners. like that's actually the plot and i'm and, and i was like confused because it looks like they're attacking women like attacking other girls in this it trailer does. uh and and that's because they literally attack a girl <laughs> so um <laughs> i i'm curious that if that's not the context what the fuck's going on there um yeah this movie, there's some really funny shots in it. <laughs> there's some real fun, real fun, like, early 2000s shots in there that I'm kind of loving. Uh, my favorite thing is when it's like a scroll of, like, the tree line, I think. And you just hear, oh, Lucifer. I fucking <laughs> guffawed. It was, that's, uh, that's fucking terrible, man. You need to, that's not a cool, that doesn't, like, I'm sure you, on paper, cool. it's like, well, well this will be cool, but it's like not, and you really, like, made it really funny. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now knowing the, the logline, I really am interested in this movie more than I was. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. I love secret ta secrets in towns. Uh, I hope it's not just the priest is a molester, because we get a lot of those. <laughs> uh, yep <clears throat> yeah there's life. an yes absolutely <laughs> there's another movie uh that got botched by literally every part of it <laughs> that isn't the script um did you watch the possession of hannah grace yes i have dude the trailer butchers that movie so oh, bad yeah. even the editing in the movie butchers the it's movie suicide squad of it it's yeah so but surprisingly a, a pretty decent script and maybe this is the same situation but mm -hmm. you know i'm more willing to give it a shot now than i was before i totally get uh, moving on to nick's favorite of the bunch possibly yes. shin ultraman yes. the teaser shin an alien is out for justice and pursues a rogue criminal to a planet called earth to atone for his deeds, he leaves the power to transfer a human into a hero. Out of, out for good and earthly. Sorry, it keeps going. I'm gonna stop there. Uh, <laughs> That's good I think enough. we get the idea. Uh, it looks really cool. Yeah. I like that his mask kind of. It looks like it's made to be open a little bit all the time. That's cute. It's a little funny. Uh, the monster looks really real and also really fake sometimes, which I like the mixture of it. It kind of reminds me of you know the old school. Uh, people in costumes monster movies and uh overall it, it's a neat trailer uh teaser rather mm -hmm. uh probably going to be a good resurgence for ultraman and a good introduction for ultra virgins nick <laughs> <laughs> uh this is a cool fucking teaser uh greg had no clue about this till i till i tossed it his way and uh yep. i love because very similar to like shin godzilla 
you know, kind of like a, a cool new modern take. And Ultraman, I believe, has still been getting TV shows, but it's like Power Rangers and Common uh, Rider. It's not really like accessible for us, just being normal people um, in America. Yeah. Uh, people are <laughs> shitting on the CGI a lot, like my buddy Greg right here. But I think it looks fine. Like <laughs> I said, it's cool. Uh, I think the, I think the CGI looks looks pretty good. Like a CGI is CGI, it'll always look fake. But you know, I think people need to get over that at some point. And I gotta My say, Valley is uncanny, brother. I think there are two monsters. I feel like they're two different monsters because <gasps> the first one looks really yellow, and the second one doesn't. It could be different forms, like in Shin Godzilla. That's what I thought because he kind of it looked like he opened up to me. Like a flower. Yeah, but it could be like the Mutos in Godzilla it 2014. It could be. Yeah, because I think. Fuck. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> These monsters are really cool. They're really cool looking, and I don't know they if they're references cool. to specific Ultraman monsters, kaiju's. Some would say. I would say. Um, because I'm not too familiar with Ultraman. I had a tech deck dude based off of Ultraman when I was a kid, so I've always <laughs> known about him. Uh, but it's very cool. He's like one of these iconic figures that, like, we, it's, it just doesn't really translate over to American culture. Although there's definitely been references to it, uh, like Psycho Goreman. <laughs> um, we yeah. are. I just love these Shin, which I believe is like true in Japanese, like the final or like the real one, something like that. Uh, kaiju movies. I looked up Shin and it said heart, which I think roughly is similar in translation, at least in meaning, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there's the heart of it. Japan, Japan's Ultraman. a weird language to try and translate if you're not like an expert. So there's like weird context to it. But I would love for Shin Gamera. I would love fucking any, I would love big, cool revitalizations of these movies because Gamera hasn't had a movie in a long time and he's fucking awesome. He's a big Is he turtle. The turtle boy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, take us to the nice. next trailer. It Chapter 2. Breaking news <laughs> in Yuba County. You ready for this? After her no. husband goes missing, <laughs> Sue Buttons, Allison Janey, an underappreciated suburban wife, gets a taste of being a local celebrity as she embarks on a citywide search in Yuba County. Uh, what do I got for this? It's full of stolen Cohen Brothers flavor. It's uh you know good job i guess not really uh i like the storyline of the hit people that need to get respect by pulling off a job that mm. seems kind of cool but then the job is the plot of fargo i think so yeah, it's really feeling fargo it's just it's a double discount of cohen it's a double discount cohen Mirgo. slushy yeah exactly <laughs> and uh uh yeah that's pretty neat and by neat i mean eh nick Oh, this, this trailer is fucking messy. <laughs> yeah. I got no clue what the fuck's going on. There's no sort of coherence in this. And I think that's going to translate to the movie, to be perfectly honest. Um, uh, one of the hitmen, hit woman, some would say. I don't want the gender things, but, you know. I, I said hit people. Like, I said, you could say people. Like, hit them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but hit people sounds like what I want to do right now. Uh, because I'm really tired of seeing Aquafina in these fucking roles. I assure you, there are so many Asian actors out there. Why is it only Aquafina? Why is she, why is she in every single movie? We can have more than just her, right? Like she's fine in the, the farewell. She, I've got some qualms about her, but like, man, man. But moving on, Wanda Sykes fucking kills it. She's so funny in this trailer. She's a fucking, just a fucking champ. Really, 
really rocks it. And um, as as like uh, Mr. Baloney said, uh, this is yeah, very yeah, yeah. messy as it may be. I'm definitely interested in the story. Uh, it might be like a bad usual suspects or like a Fargo, <laughs> but I'm interested. Yeah. Maybe I'll look up what happens when someone else watches it and says it's bad. <laughs> then you just won't watch it after. Exactly. Follow us on Letterboxd for when we do watch and then you don't have to. Moving on to our last trailer, a full trailer for Raya and the Last Dragon. We talked about the teaser before and now we're hitting up the trailer, so here we go. In a realm known as Kumandra, I guess, a reimagined earth inhabited by an ancient civilization, a warrior named Raya is determined to find the last dragon. Wow, that's... (laughs) It, it really is that simple, isn't it? Um, it seems that way my, from the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my notes are that she got a cool sword. She uh, Some Rengia Bari or Abarai. Um, I don't know how you pronounce it in Japanese. Trevor Belmont from Castlevania, maybe. There you go, with the whips. Uh, you know, where my Bleach fans at for Renji, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This doesn't really interest me. It's just too generic. Yeah. We're putting a team together of ragtags as the focus of the trailer rather than, say, uh, Raya and this other girl are rivals and have fought countless times throughout their entire childhood and adulthood now, and now it's finally come to a head. That would have been somewhat interesting to me, but instead it takes the heist movie trailer formula of who we got? Beow. Muscle. The baby. Muscle. Smirky The monkeys with the baby. (laughs) It's like, ugh, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. It's like they saw... Nick, what do you think? It's like they really recently saw Black Panther. They're like, yo, we can do this. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Or like Ocean 6 or whatever that one was. The, the I was going to say Ocean's 8, yeah. <laughs> Ocean's 8. Um, the action scenes look cool. I'll, I'll give it they that. Um, cool there's one. I fucking, I fucking hate this one moment. And this happens in every single movie like this. It's like, you know, the, the main character is running this way and they're chasing someone. And then, bam, you see the, the people they're chasing fly the opposite direction in super slow motion. And you see them turn and lock eyes. And then the one getting away does like a silly face. And you're like, <laughs> like that happens. I've That happens all the time and I can't fucking stand it anymore. And that just helps this movie. It just feels generic. It yeah. feels like... And it feels like they used a, a mishmash of cultures t- for this one. This isn't like a specific country that they're trying to, to do. They're doing like a whole bunch of yeah, South emulate. Asian emulate. And, it, and unfortunately, it does more to make it seem pretty generic as well. The identity is really yeah. lost between sets, uh, set pieces. Uh, and that's something you don't get in Moana or Coco. You get these strong... And that's why these movies are beloved. Even um, uh, the... Princess and the Frog. There's very specific cultural tone pieces. Soul, when you're not in the dumb soul world. But this doesn't have that. Still need to see it. The cohesion is just not really here. Um, I do yes. want to uh, address that Sisu, uh, uh, Aquafina. I'm getting real fucking tired of seeing Aquafina. Uh, Classic Nick. <laughs> really, get real sick of that. Um, but her her dragon face. Uh, is that weird Disney Pixar lady face that they do for all their lady characters. You know, we've got the winged eyeliner and the, you know, the high cheekbones and the little pouty lips, even if they are a little dragon. And it's really tiring to see exactly that. Exactly what I was going to say. Same nonsense. I don't see it because she's a dragon. <laughs> I see it because I have eyeballs. But 
Yes, when she all the Frozen is... characters have horns for everyone out there. It's look the fucking up. face. Just look at it. Um, but I'll sh I'll show you it. Um, but the human form. This is what really weirds me out. Doesn't look like that. The human form has really like it has a lot of design choices that don't exist on the dragon. And I'm really curious as to. I think they. It's. I think it's literally just a marketing ploy. So you have a pretty dragon, you know, and because the, the dragon's what's gonna sell. Uh, and in Aquafina. Yeah, and then you have, but like, she, but when she turns into a human, she turns into like this kind of homely, uh, funky, gross little like, like a, <laughs> like a rat lady, and it's kind of it's odd. I really like that design actually. <laughs> so I'm just wondering why that was. But yeah, this movie feels generic. Feels, it feels. Super duper. We've seen this movie 18 times before, and I don't want to. Don't know if I want to see it 19 times. It's a shame because like. I don't know. It's written by Ki Wen, uh, who's a uh, playwright. I was in a play of his. Uh, a really oh, good writer. Uh, she Kills Monsters. I played oh, Orcus. Fun. And uh, I'm not... Uh, there's Adele Lim, who wrote uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Some of the two, like, honestly, two of the most prolific uh, Asian writers of their respective fields, I think. And it's a real... It sucks, because it's like... I want more from this. Like, it's... It's so weird that you mentioned that too, because I only see the two writers credited, so who would have gone in and just made it so generic unless they did it? But given their track record, what you just mentioned, I don't feel like they would have made a movie yeah. this generic. And like, Ki Wen is Vietnamese American, and Adele Lim, I think, is Malaysian. Um, so you can see why, you know, different. I guess, you know, Disney's not like, oh, we're not going to make a Vietnamese movie, we're not going to make a Malaysian <laughs> movie. Yeah, just toss them together. I don't know. I'm looking at the directors, which is Don Hall and I see four credited. Carlos Lopez Estrada. So Don Hall did also Big Hero Paul 6. Briggs and John Rippa. They're credited as co-directors. Oh, that's yes, weird. Paul Briggs and John Rippa. So a lot of cooks in this kitchen already. Carlos Lopez Estrada did Blind Spotting, so he's he's very good. So it's like, and the other guy, Don Hall, he's also really good. So really wonder, it's like, where did this movie go wrong? Is it the trailer editors? Is it that we're just not getting the full bit? Is it mm -hmm. Disney's executives are like, no, 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 no. Dumb it down, dumb <laughs> it down. Back. Yeah. That's weird. Cause yeah, this movie, I don't know. We were both it really kind of excited. You feel movie, like I gotta see it. Yeah. To, to find out it if it really is like that. Hey, they they did their job. <laughs> hey, they got me. Congratulations. You got me. <laughs> Fuck. You know what? You did it. Oh, shit. And mm. you know what else gets me? What? Our second to last final, <gasps> maybe final segment. End notes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go. Yep, yep, yep. Nicholas, did you know in end notes we take something that we love and or has been affecting us and or that we just want to give some extra praise to and pump it out to our audience because, you know, if we love it, maybe you will too. And we That's always sing a jingle. Line for mix match media exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh did you want to start us off or do you want me i will start us off singing the jingle perfect <clears throat> oh and no oh and no no oh and no and no to kiss Thank you for joining us for that spiritual notes jingle. And now here we go. My uh, to this week end notes. I'm uh, 
I'm going to pump uh, two other podcasts, actually. Uh, just Shoot It and Script Notes. If y'all are aware, these are for writers and directors. Uh, both are podcasts, obviously. I just said that. One focuses on screenwriting. Guess which one? It's Script, script Notes. Yeah, yep. fuck yeah. <laughs> Point for uh, Which is also useful for writers in general, in my opinion. And um, it's helped me in the past. Just Shoot It is focused on filmmaking and building a career as a filmmaker. So I find typically, even if I'm not super into an episode of Just Shoot It or Script Notes, that you can always pull some kind of gem out of it. They're always talking about something in general. like Or uh, in Just Shoot It's case specifically, they have a guest who will tell a story about how they ended up uh, making their first short or how they went from short to festival to so-and-so and it's always interesting to hear someone be like yeah i just went to a festival i didn't have anything there and uh snuck into all the places and handed <laughs> out flyers and talked to people and that's how i got funding for my first short film and it's like whoa and then other people are like yeah i applied to like a billion grants and i finally got one on the billionth and oneth grant nice and you know fun stuff like that and then script notes I personally just really love hearing two people who are very adept at writing talking about their craft and like us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when we used to do log lines. <laughs> so script notes is super fun. It's a good time. Both very knowledgeable hosts. In script notes, they both written on some pretty famous stuff. One of them is the writer for Chernobyl. Uh, if you've seen that, I really like that one. Limited one of them. Series, I think both actually have written like, and you know, take it or leave it, but they've written for Disney. Uh, I know one of them wrote Aladdin, or at least did a pass on the script, which, you know, take it or leave it. I thought it was a fine movie. And Just Shoot It, they're both more uh, kind of in the middle of their careers right now, where they're focusing more on uh, commercial work, which is how you make a living as a director, usually. Um, Even David Fincher has done commercial work because it pays. And music videos they too. both want to be yeah and music videos uh they both want to be like film directors in studios uh working for studios and such but uh they haven't quite reached that level so it's an interesting dynamic between the writers who seem like they're the most successful and the filmmakers who are trying to work their way to that level these aren't companion pieces they don't go together like listen to one episode and then the other oh, episode yeah. and they talk about each other uh, i'm just talking about them like they are because i listen to them back to back and yeah. they're a lot they're a lot of fun nick what do you got for us this week <clears throat> uh, so i am going to uh, do an end note and a half for a movie and maybe a book if that's what you're you're, you're jonesing on so <clears throat> naked lunch is a 1991 science fiction drama film co-written and directed by david cronenberg uh Ooh. cronenberg uh you know a classic di- director, you know, if you know him, like, if you like him, you love him. That's the kind of thing. <laughs> this is an adaptation of a book written by William S. Burroughs, one of my favorite books ever. Very hard to read. <laughs> um, this is, it is a kind of adaptation and kind of semi-fictional autobiographical movie of William S. Burroughs himself. <laughs> um, it's basically, it, it adapts pieces and the book's kind of like an anthology. It's a lot of stories about things happening from, like, there's one person who's sometimes there, and he is a bug uh, exterminator who finds out that what he's using to exterminate is also a really good, like, hallucinogenic or, like, a like an opiate. 
and nice. they go to uh, like a weird Middle Eastern country uh, with with like Allen Ginsberg and Jack Kerouac because he's part of that same group, uh, and it's just really weird. And it's like this weird. There's like noir elements that's like his his typewriter turns into a giant cockroach and starts talking to him. It's it's <laughs> it's very abstract, really meaty movie because it's Cronenberg and he loves that pulsating meat effect. Uh, and it's really hard to describe, but it's very surreal. It's very visual. There's a fucking amazing uh, transition. A character turns into another character. It's hard to describe without spoiling things. Um, uh, but it's fucking awesome. Like you're gonna go like, what? How the fuck did they? That was fucking awesome. And of course, as nice. I said, it's also so it takes bits of the the weird shit, kind of lines them up into an actual plot, uh, and then adding on to real life elements of William S. Burroughs's life. And he was, he's an acclaimed writer, uh, used a lot of drugs and wrote about those experiences and the shit he has done and the shit he regrets. And it's a fucking masterful piece. And the book of course is uh, just drug addled nonsense a lot of the time, but it is also where the band Steely Dan got their name. Mm -hmm. They got their name from the name of a dildo. Ooh written in the book Naked Lunch. <laughs> Very cool, right? A lot of people don't know that That's one. Good trivia. But yeah, it's uh it's in the main character, uh Peter Weller, you may know him as RoboCop, fucking kills it. It's just really strange. And it's like if you're in the mood to watch something that is surreal and challenging and so, like nothing else out there, give Naked Lunch a chance. And if you like that, maybe give reading the book a chance, but I won't mind you if you drop it. All right, cool. And uh, that was the film. And is the book your half recommendation? The book is my half recommendation. Oh, uh, gotcha. If you gotcha. really love this movie, give that book a chance. It's like nothing else. Yeah. Nice. So that is like a companion piece, basically. Yeah. Unlike mine. Moving on to our social media portion. We never what get do you this like wrong. to say about it, Nick? We never get this wrong. We do it every time. Never mess it up. Not even once. I'm going to start you all Find us on <gasps> me on Instagram at nicholas.roy.morgan.iii. Spelt like, you know. My names are. Haha. <laughs> uh, my Twitter, you can find me at Dr. PLSS. Looks like Dr. Piss, but it's not. I'm trying to get that name back. If you can help me out, talk to Twitter, get the suspended account free, I'll love you forever. And you can find me on most places, uh, Grecobo, G R E C O B O. You can also find me on Instagram. I have two pages one Grecobo and one Mix Match Media, where I post funny bits, which perhaps you will also think are funny. Hey, posted some good ones this week. Some really good ones. Thanks, man. I'm glad you liked them. I'm watching older movies, and that's what Nick's jam like is. Like Oculus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, I think we're going to change up the descriptions. Uh, instead of having like a million links, I'll have my link tree in there. I uh, stole the idea from Leo. And I'm going to put Nick's card in there. Hey. So you can pretty much find everything from those two links. Perfect. You can also email us, morebol831 at gmail.com, M-O-R-B-O-L-831 at gmail.com. If you have any questions you want to ask us or, you know, anything fun like that, debate us on a topic or <laughs> uh, tell us what you really think about Army Hammer. Tell us your horror stories regarding Army Hammer. Oh, and we have a Twitter, Twitter, morebolpod, M-O-R-B-O-L-P-O-D. You can find us there, occasionally yep. tweeting, sometimes joking, sometimes not. And I just want everyone to uh, be wary. Remember, if you're working on a kiss impression, your frenulum is in danger. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. We hope to see you next week.
Uh, have a good night, and like we always say, and by we I mean I, drive safe. <laughs>